0: <clears throat> yo, 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 yo. Top of the morning, man. Top of the morning to the gambling gang, as always. Today is December 19, 2022. And uh, we got a lot to talk about, as always, man. First, first, uh, a quick recap of yesterday. I did do a show yesterday. Gave out two plays that I, well, I gave out three plays that I was really, really liking. Uh, didn't make didn't make one of them official. We did cash yesterday on the Knicks first quarter. Shout out to shout out to uh Emmanuel quickly for hitting it three. I, I felt like it shouldn't have been that much of a sweat. Paces and Knicks game was back and forth throughout the whole entire uh game though. Uh one team going up by you know no more than 10, and then the other team uh you know coming back and, and slicing that league. Really, really good game yesterday. Glad I didn't have a play on the on the side for the full game because it would have been a big, big sweat, almost like the first quarter was a big, big sweat. Uh, and then also talked about Marcus Smart assists. I'm not sure how many, how many potential assists Marcus Smart had, but if I had to guess, I would say it was probably at least uh, 13, 14, maybe even 15. He finished right on the nose of seven. So the bet didn't cash at six and a half, but you saw Al Horford out there just – I mean, he was out there building a mansion yesterday. I don't want to talk too much about it because the past is the past, and I don't like to go back too far. But uh, extremely, extremely frustrating when you take somebody over 7.5 assists and you see somebody just out there clanking. And uh, it was so bad that they lost the game completely too. Marcus Smart had every chance to get 7.5 assists yesterday. Also talked about the under in that game. Talked about it being in my best slip but didn't give it out as official play. The under cash, easy cash yesterday, under 223. Um, for the Orlando Magic and the Boston Celtics yesterday. Celtics lost two games in a row at the crib. Um, and top of the morning to the people in the chat, man. I see you in here. LJ, good morning, KC. Uh, JR Sports. What's up, Brian? Zachariah. Appreciate y'all for sure, Sean. Um, so let's get in. Let's get into let's get into today's slate. So, like I said, just a one-in-one day yesterday. Uh, Saturday, we did have a really good day. Gave out one live play, which was the Cavs. Third quarter minus the two and a half uh against the uh shorthanded Dallas Mavericks. They wait until the fourth quarter to turn up. Uh so that didn't cash, but we did sweep the board otherwise. Uh I think it was I can't remember the three plays that I gave out. Of course I got them written down in my spreadsheet, but uh swept the board, swept the board on uh on Saturday, minus the live play, minus the live play, of course. But uh so yeah, trying to trying to, it was Anthony Simons over 22 and a half points. Blazers first quarter in the bounce back after getting smacked up by the Dallas Mavericks on Friday. And then the Memphis OKC under 228 and a half. All three of those did cash. the Cavs third quarter minus two and a half didn't cash. So uh, let's get into uh, shout out to bash bros. Um, let's get into today's card, though. We got we got, you know, a few games to talk about. Not a lot that I really, really love. I do got to do some more work on some of these games as well. The injury report will also, uh, you know, be a factor in, in a few of these games that I do want to bet, but haven't placed the bet in yet. Uh, so let's get into today's card, man. First game up. I wanted to talk about just a tad bit was this, uh, this jazz in the Cavs game. Uh, interesting, interesting game. I think the line in this one opened at, uh, the jazz laying. I'm sorry. The jazz getting five and a half points. Uh, since, since the line opened, you see some money come in on, uh, Utah in this, I'm sorry. On the Cavs in this spot. I see, uh, yeah, I see it said, it says six pretty much everywhere total in this one went from 223 down to 222 which i agree with the movement there uh we know when you when you play the cavs in cleveland typically uh typically those games go under we you know the, the the i don't have to give the trends out people know that those games always well not always but they typically go under the cavs haven't been covering lately though they 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 failed to cover their last two games so let me get into it and tell you guys what i got so um, Injury-wise, Colin. Sexton, so this is a super revenge game, right? Like for for a bunch of these players. Clarkson used to play for the Cavs. This would be Donovan Mitchell first time playing against the Utah Jazz since he was traded. Uh, you know, some 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 comments that he made uh, kind of ruffled some feathers in the Utah Jazz locker room. Um, you know, just about <clears throat> him being happy again. If you guys go and read what the what the uh, you know some of the beat writers are saying out in Utah. Um, so Donovan Mitchell revenge games, Jordan Clarkson revenge game. Also, can't forget Lori Marketing revenge game as well. Lloyd Marketing was on this team and was traded for uh Donovan Mitchell as well. So uh also take into consideration Jazz got smacked up, Jazz got absolutely uh, <clears throat> obliterated uh to the shorthanded Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday afternoon. Uh so jazz second game of a three-game road trip. Like I said, they got beat up on by the shorthanded Bucks on Saturday. And they play tomorrow in Detroit. So it is a first game of a of a back-to-back. Um, away teams playing in their first game of a back-to-back so far this season are 53, 30, and one to the under. That's a 67% hit rate. Seven teams, seven straight teams have gone under their projected total. Um, the reason why I didn't hop on the under already, and we already see steam coming into the under, because like I said, it opened at 223 and it's down to 222, is because of the revenge factor. Also, you look at this Cavs team. Cavs, they've won three in a row, uh, two of their last three at home, but have failed to cover both of their last two spreads. This will be a third game in four nights for them with the last two going down to the wire. Um, they barely beat the Pacers on Friday. They barely, it took overtime for them to beat the, the shorthanded Dallas Dallas Mavericks on Saturday. You get Sunday off, and now like I said, third, third game in four nights. Home favorites playing their third game in four nights in which their last game was a home game and they're the home favorite in the following game, are 13 and 5 to the under, another 62% hit rate. <clears throat> Cavs also, I don't think it'll be too much of a look ahead spot, even though I I, I do kind of sense maybe some look ahead spot ish in this one, which is makes it difficult for me. We know the Cavs typically turn up at home. They were 11 2 and 1 <clears throat> against the spread before the weekend started, uh, against the spread at home specifically. They got some games coming up on deck, though, that I'm I'm not sure, you know, if how much of a look ahead spot this one is gonna be. Maybe it's not a look-ahead spot. This is a, a Eastern Conference versus Western Conference matchup. The the Cavs play uh the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday at home, and we know how that last one went. They also they've also I think they've lost to the Mavs twice already so far this year. They also got a, a revenge game against Toronto, they've lost against Toronto as well, and they play Brooklyn. So three really difficult games. Uh, leading all the way up to you know after Christmas, specifically this week though. One reason you don't want to bet against the Cavs is because this is their third straight home game, right? We know the Cavs turn up at home, uh, third straight home game. Um, like I said, they got the Bucks on deck, which could be a look ahead spot. So I'm gonna stay off the spread in this one. If I had if I had a lean in this one, a free play, I probably would take the Cavs uh, plus the, I mean minus the minus the six, but. No official play in this one. I also lean towards the under in this game as well. Uh, Moving along. Oh, prop wise. uh, We got to be looking at props in this game, right? I just mentioned all the revenge factors. I think you look at a guy like, uh, of course, you look at Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Like I said, his points, he typically scores a lot more at home than he does on the road. Um, You look at uh, the revenge angle, right? He's going to want to give it to his old team. Uh, you know, and prove that he's happy out here in, uh, you know, out in Cleveland. And then I also think you look at a guy like Jordan Clarkson. Um, Cavs don't allow a lot of points in the paint, so you will have to score from from afar. Lory Marketing is definitely, you know, I, I'm not saying to take all these guys, but market Marketing revenge game, he's going to want to, you know, score. Uh, we know they'll probably end up putting Evan Mobley on him as far as matchup goes. <clears throat> and Evan Mobley can be He can be as good as a post defender as he as he is. Uh, He can be absolute food on defense at times when he's having to guard guys on the perimeter. We know marketing is going to try to stretch the floor, shoot a bunch of three pointers, a bunch of jump shots. So I'd be looking at marketing as well, you know, especially from the revenge game factor. So, uh, you know, the trade factor. So that's what I got for you guys there. Uh, Moving along to this Raptors in the Sixers game uh let's see line in this one is seven in favor of the philadelphia 76ers uh let's see is it still seven yeah still seven total in this one opened at 219 and it's gone up to 221 and a half uh sixers not a face by them fifth straight home game uh they've covered four all four of their last four home games as well and a bad travel spot for toronto this is a uh, home road back-to-back for the Toronto Raptors. Awful loss to the shorthanded Golden State Warriors yesterday. No Steph Curry, no problem. Jordan Poole goes for a career-high 43 points. Draymond hits three threes to start the game. Uh, can't get too much better than that. And then they had a bunch of guys also contribute in that game as well. <clears throat> for the Raptors, this is also a, a third game in four nights for Toronto. In their, their first uh road game after three straight home games, they didn't cover any of those home games. You typically want to back Toronto in Toronto. They've lost five in a row. They failed to cover any of those spreads also. <clears throat> so just not, not a good spot for Toronto right now. This is, however, the playoff revenge matchup. Uh, Toronto isn't a buy-on team right now, though, but we know that the Raptors did beat uh, – the, the 76ers did beat the Raptors and put them out of the playoffs last year. Typically, an angle you kind of want to stay away from. but Either either you play – you you know, Jay talks about this a lot. Either you play the revenge angle or you just stay off the game altogether. Uh, you could argue that yesterday it may be a look-ahead spot to today. I, I I would argue that maybe potentially you're trying to say something for the 76ers. But when you've lost these many games in a row at home, sometimes, I mean, you would think that you just want to come out with something and try to get some kind of win underneath your belt, especially against a Golden State team that has not played well throughout the season on the road. So – to get smacked up like that and let the Golden State Warriors win in, in you know, unconventional fashion uh, as, as a six point favorite at the crib seems a, um, a little bit off. And I think a big part of it is just OG and Anobi, right? You can't look towards this Raptors team without OG and Anobi. In my estimation, the defense is falling off a cliff. I would only be able to look towards the more rested uh, home favorite in this spot, Philly minus seven or nothing at all for me in this one. Um, moving along, we got the Magic and the Hawks. Impressive, impressive, uh, game by the, uh, Orlando Magic, both on Friday and following it up on Sunday, knowing that the, you know, that the Celtics kind of had that one circled yesterday. Now you get this Magic team on the road, traveling to, from, from, um, from Boston to Atlanta. They're, they're, They're catching seven and a half in this spot, total at 229. The magic, one of the hottest teams in the NBA, besides the uh Memphis Grizzlies, who 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 were kind of, you know, cooled off on Saturday after Jog ja got thrown out of that game and they lost to the shorthanded uh, Oklahoma City Thunders with th- Thunder without Josh Giddy and uh, SGA. But this team and and of course the Knicks can't can't forget about talking, can't talk about hot teams without mentioning the Knicks right now. But this Magic team, they won six in a row. They've covered uh all six, and they've covered them by margin. They've covered these games by 10, 15 points because typically they're getting nine, eight, seven, uh, and they're winning the games outright. That I think the one on Friday was actually, you know, they were catching 12 points in, in the game on Friday, depending on where you got the line, and they won the game by 12. So you typically don't see these big ATS margins reverse. You, you get 12 and you win by 12. That typically does not happen. Now you get them, however, in, a, in an environment where, <clears throat> excuse me, like I said, coming off the back-to-back wins in uh in Boston over the weekend. This is a third game in four nights because they play Friday, had Saturday off, play Sunday. Now they're gonna play again on Monday. Uh in a row, roll back to back. The Magic are, however, three and one against the spread and three and one to the over when playing on the third game in four nights. Hence the, the large total in this one. I think the, the total opened at 229 is what you guys see. I think it's up to 230 in most places. These two teams have already played three times this season with Atlanta winning and covering the first two. Orlando beat uh, Atlanta last week in the third matchup 135 to 124 in Orlando. So this one to me feels like a spot where you probably want to wait just to see if you get any any kind of updated information on the entry report for the Atlanta Hawks before playing this game. Um, they have some injuries and some guys that maybe, you know, uh, could make a return. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, guys like Clint Capella, John Collins, DeJounte Murray, they, they kind of need them. On the Atlanta side, Atlanta's traveling from uh, away to home. They absolutely smacked up the Charlotte Hornets on Friday. So you get them off two days rest. They, they you know, short travel from Charlotte to Atlanta, uh, probably got back on Friday, just been at the crib kind of chilling. Orlando just presents a lot of a uh, lot of difficulties for teams that rely on shooting a lot. Um I'm sorry, they rely on trying to get their points in the paint. Typically, if you can shoot the ball, you can beat Orlando. Uh, I do think this is a game where you will probably target, you know, some player props like a guy like um, like Bogdanovich. We just saw him go off against against the Charlotte Hornets. Orlando is one of the worst teams in the league being able to guard the three. So I'll probably be looking at some Bogdanovich props. Uh, Trey Young assists typically something that cash. Orlando probably runs out of gas in this one, if I had to guess. This is a team that's very, very young. Uh, this is a team that's supposed to be tanking. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, they're getting impressive wins. And if they if they're beating, you know, these teams that, that they played recently, let's see, Orlando, uh, two outright wins against Boston, outright win against Atlanta before beating uh before uh the, the Boston win. Uh two wins against Toronto and beat the Clippers. Uh barely lost to the to the Milwaukee Bucks. To me, it kind of feels like or you just take the points with Orlando no matter what. I'm not doing it, but I feel like that's the only way I can kind of play this game. Also, I feel like Atlanta may overlook um, the Orlando Magic in this spot. I know it's a revenge game, but, I mean, Atlanta knows that they're a lot better than this team. Atlanta, Atlanta also has Chicago on deck. <clears throat> not a real look-ahead spot, but um, they, those two teams just kind of faced off as well. So that's what I got for you guys there. Uh, let's see, let's see what else want to get into real quick. Blazers and the Thunder. Um, Just real quick on this one. Blazers did lay an egg on Friday. I kind of alluded to that already against the Dallas Mavericks before bouncing back against the Houston Rockets on Saturday and taking care of business. This will be their fourth game, their fourth straight road game. Um, They're 12 and five against the spread on the road and seven and three against the spread last 10. One of the hottest ATS teams in the month of December, one of the uh, hottest straight up teams. In the month of December as well. It's also a third game in four nights and a fourth game in six nights for the Blazers. So, one of the things I looked at was how do these teams fare on a third game in four nights, fourth game, specifically a fourth game in six nights when they're away favorites and they're having to cover such a large margin? Because when you get teams, uh, you know, laying seven points. Typically, you're thinking it's gonna be a blowout. Seven is that threshold for a blowout. You don't want a backdoor cover. We know how good the, the Oklahoma City Thunder are at home as dogs. Don't know the status of SGA um or the status of Shea Gilders Alexander right now, which is probably why I lay off this one. OKC okay, on the opposite side, they're also seven and three against the spread last 10 coming off the big upset win Saturday night against the Memphis Grizzlies. To me, this is a game where you kind of wait, you wait and see what the injury report says. And, uh, you know, if they get those guys in, um, you, you know, maybe you then you get the traditional Oklahoma City Thunder and you probably play the Blazers early. Uh, OKC's been a really, really uh, covering machine They're a the best third quarter team. So typically they're losing by double digits at uh, you know, at halftime. And they come out with something in the third quarter to kind of keep the game closed. Probably more of a live betting game uh, in my estimation. I'd also be looking at guys like Nurkic rebounds. Uh, we know that Pokosheski is only about 107 pounds soaking wet so i'd be looking at Pokosheski rebounds in this one i'm sorry looking at Nurkic rebounds against going against Pokosheski in this one um and uh that's probably how i'll be looking in this game let's see what else i got for y'all real quick what how much time we i'm at 17 minutes okay i'm doing pretty good a couple of these games i want to touch on like i said i got to take a deep dive into a little bit more the bucks and the pelicans game definitely one i don't want to touch on right now um the Bucs are favored in that one um coming off the off the home win in a bounce back spot after getting thrashed uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies last week nice little bounce back spot for them uh and then the new orleans pelicans lost on saturday night to devin booker pretty much devin booker went absolutely crazy in that game um in a in a, in a nice little revenge spot that was a, a big revenge spot for uh the for the for the Phoenix Suns, after losing both of those games last weekend um, in New Orleans, so uh, got some more work to do on that one. Uh, the, 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 the Spurs and the Rockets, not a game I'm interested in betting. The Rockets are four point favorites at the crib. Spurs got Jakob Pertle back, they've been playing a little bit better basketball recently. Um, and uh, revenge game for the Houston Rockets, don't know how much I'm taking into consideration of, of that. The Rockets do play a lot better at home. Uh, I think that's important to mention, but Popovich typically has, uh, you know, has Coach Sala's number. It doesn't even matter who the coach is against the Houston Rockets. He typically just has that number. So not a game I'm interested in betting. The Rockets have lost uh, their last two at home after you know being pretty hot uh, earlier in this. Well, uh, you know, before the season started. Lakers and the Suns. When I went to sleep last night, <clears throat> this game wasn't even on the board yet. The Lakers did get a home win yesterday. Uh, didn't cover the game against the Washington Wizards, Um, and now they're having to travel uh, to Phoenix with a healthy Devin Booker. Not sure if Aiden's going to be available in this one. Probably be looking towards the Suns. I do say, you know, keep an eye out on Patrick Beverly. One of the queries that I run uh, that I'm famous for looking at is – Uh, the Lakers specifically without Anthony Davis and the combination of Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly was listed as doubtful. He didn't play yesterday. So keep an eye on Patrick Beverly and whether he plays or not, because that influences the total a lot without AD and without Patrick Beverly totals go up, up, up. Right. So look at the Phoenix suns potentially, you know, team total over. They absolutely love smacking my Los Angeles Lakers. They take every single game serious. They like turning up at the crib and they do for some positive aggression. Um, you know, after having you know some subpar games, probably the time for them to kind of string some wins together after getting Devin Booker back for a couple games. He came back last weekend against the Los Angeles Clippers, didn't do didn't do much in that game. I think he only finished with 14 points, but he played a lot better uh in the in the last game, like I said. So uh now Chris Paul back got some game, some games underneath their belt. Um with uh with Aiden in or da- with without him in, I'd probably be looking towards Uh, the Phoenix Suns in that one, especially with LeBron being a little tweaked up too. It's potential that LeBron may not even play in this game. Uh, He, 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 he tweaked his, his thigh when he fell yesterday, yesterday uh, in the end of the third quarter, something like that. So look for Bron to be on the injury report. No Anthony Davis, of course, Uh, this this one could get out of hand, could get really, really bad. And then the Hornets versus the Kings is the last game I kind of wanted to touch on. Uh, Didn't, Write a lot of notes in this one. You do get a Charlotte team that's coming back home. Typically a fade spot. Uh, I'm sorry. You get a you get a a, um, a Sacramento Kings team that's coming back home. Typically a fade spot. Typically a spot you want to fade. Uh, you know the home team off the uh, you know the win. They did beat the Detroit Pistons, but you also you especially when they're laying nine points. The, the spread opened at seven. I would have loved to get on that number when it opened um and, it, and it's moving for good reason you get the uh charlotte Hornets coming in here this will be their third game in four nights they played at home on friday traveled to denver last night in altitude and and that game went down to the wire yesterday they barely they, they almost they, they did cover the game they almost lost the game and the charlotte Hornets, when they're catching 10 points typically that's when they're at their best so um not you know high projected total in this one i think it's uh, up to 240, I want to say is what it opened at. We know that Charlotte plays with a lot more pace when they have LaMelo ball in. We know that the 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 Sacramento Kings score a lot of points at home and when they're in their home gym. I'd be looking towards the towards I'm sorry. I'd be looking towards the Sacramento Kings. You should get tire legs from the uh, uh Charlotte Hornets on the second night of a back to back with travel especially after the game went to the went down to the wire yesterday. Uh, I think Sacramento should be able to get what they want. i probably stay off the spread just because nine could lead to a backdoor cover. I typically don't play those spreads when they're at nine, but I will be looking towards a team total for the Sacramento Kings in this one, maybe even the first quarter, first half. Typically they turn up in the first quarter, first half as well. So I'd be looking towards that. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is back and he's a lot healthy. So a lot healthier than he was. So um, that's the way I'd be looking in that game, Sacramento back on the West coast. Like I said, still got some games that I got to look into. Uh, let's see what y'all talking about in the chat. Fade the Hawks, Bulls, and the Raptors. Yeah, I couldn't – man, I wouldn't bet the Bulls with, with free money right now. Um, let's see what else y'all on before I get up out of here. Good morning. I think that's uh, Kanish, Kanishka. Kanishka? I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, JR said Anthony Simons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Th- those were the plays from Friday. D. Mitch going uh, 30 again against his former team. Yeah, I can see that, Markel. I like. I like Mitchell props for sure. Um, Mike said he's on the Cavs money line, the 76ers money line, uh, the Magic plus seven and Spurs money line. Okay. Uh, Markel said 76ers first quarter. Okay. Uh, what up, Derek? Uh, Anthony, good morning. Steve said, oh, yeah, he said fade the Hawks. Hawks can't be trusted. Oh, Markel said SGA has already been ruled out, and Josh giddy's out as well. Okay, I didn't see that. I appreciate y'all sharing that because I didn't even see that. Mike said... Bro, do the Rockets ever play away games? <laughs> Yo, the Rockets been at home for like three weeks in a row. It feel like I hadn't thought about that. They they never play on the road, bro. Uh Markel said Keldon Johnson points. I can see Keldon Johnson playing well in this one. Uh, Rockets don't play a lot of defense specifically against guards. We just saw, you know, what um what Anthony Simons did lit them boys up the other day. We also saw what uh what um Talahiro did the other day as well. So yeah, I'd be looking towards uh you know some of those guards uh for sure. Keldon Johnson could have a big one in this one. 80 out for at least a month. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Beverly has uh some some strong animosity for CP3. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a fact, yeah. Uh he might try to lace it up in this one. He might have been trying to give whatever he had in the tank, save it for the second night of a back-to-back, especially with the Wizards being on the second night of a back-to-back yesterday. The Wizards um, loss, uh, on Saturday against the Clippers. So, uh, maybe, you know, Pat said, yo, y'all go out here and get this one. Y'all should be able to beat this team. And, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll be in for the game against the, the, the Suns. Maybe that's it. I'm not sure. Giannis having a masterclass tonight. Uh, potentially Giannis is what he is rested. Uh, I was looking at his rebounds. Giannis rebound sitting at 10 and a half. Didn't play it, but that's in my best look right now. Rebounds 10 and a half. It's a little juiced, uh, but I do think he has to rebound the ball tonight. We know that the Pelicans are one of the better rebounding teams. Um, and if you watched the game the other day, the Suns were just snashing, snagging rebounds um, against this team. I think that the Bucs probably do want this one. I can see Giannis going over his 10 and a half rebounds. Close spread typically indicates, you know, the game's going to go down to the wire. Uh, the, the the Bucks also having to travel in this one. We know that the Pelicans are one of the better home teams at the crib. Not sure the status of Brandon Ingram or when he's going to be back, but we know that this uh this Pelicans team is a little shorthanded. Um they were without some of their guys even though they did get uh Herb Jones back in the last one. So, that's what I got for you guys, man. If y'all don't mind, take a take a second hit the like button for me. Hit the like button for me, retweet the show if you guys are watching on Twitter. Also, be a uh you know, check out the uh the podcast if you're watching. Download the podcast for me. Uh, catch it with Chris. Search search for it on Apple Podcasts on all your podcast streaming platforms. Leave me a review, man. Leave me a review. Leave me a five star, uh, review. Leave me some comments over there on you know the podcast. Uh, available every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But lead the show with this. Check out the. I'll be back at 5:15, of course, for the actual official plays as we kind of get more information on the injury news going throughout the day. So check out the, you know, the crispy, the crispy capping NBA show at 515 Eastern time as always. Uh, And with this, as always, man, none of this is financial consultation. This is theory, logic, SDQL, trends, uh, database stuff. It's eye tests. So make sure you guys are betting with your head, not over it. Best of luck to you guys today until I see you guys at 515 Eastern time. I'm out.